You're listening to the HSDNA podcast from the Garden State. Your host, Justin Starbird, and guests from HS Design walk you through each step of the medical product development process. Listen in as they discuss topics like contextual research, human factor testing, and conceptualization, giving you the best practices and real examples of success in the field. And now, here's your host, Justin Starbird. Welcome back to this episode of the podcast HS DNA. My name is Justin Starbird, and today I am fortunate to be able to welcome back Bobby Boyer of HS Design. Bobby, thanks for joining me today. Hey, Justin. Thanks. Glad to be back. I really enjoy getting to talk to you because, you know, a lot of times we talk about startups, we talk about innovation, we talk about getting started. Um, and we talk about projects, you know, moving forward to, uh, you know, not just uh, design, but also to commercialization. Um, and, you know, one of the things that we've talked about a couple of times is uh, a couple of drivers that really make a difference uh, and give a product or a project an opportunity to see success. You know, you've mentioned this um, previously, and you talked about a product champion. So, you know, today, let's talk a little bit about, about product champions and, you know, what is a product champion and what, what, what does that mean for a, for a project? So, Justin, that's, that's a great point. Um, I think one thing that when we talk about these tools and these uh, different aspects of, of projects and development, one thing that we gloss over sometimes are the people um, that are actually working on this. And there's various different roles that really drive a, a product from the idea to a commercialized uh, product. And uh, that person really is that product champion. So in essence, that product champion is someone that's devoted to the product itself. They're, they're the ones that are driving the decision to make sure that the product is the best it can be. And a lot of times that means they have to juggle a lot of different things. Um, they have to juggle between the aesthetics, which the designers you know, care a lot about. They have to deal with the mechanical systems where it needs to function properly. Uh, same thing with the electrical aspects. And then they need to, to look at it also on the business side of things of those startups and of those Fortune 100 companies where there's business needs so keeping the, the cogs down and, and keeping all that um, moving forward. And most importantly, it's also about having the user needs and mm -hmm. caring about what does the user eventually need in this product. So at the end of the day, that product champion is really that person that's, that's devoted to working on all those pieces and, and taking some aspects and, and knowing that they're going to lose on other aspects but understanding that at the end of the day, it's going to meet all of those needs all together and create the, the best product possible. Sure. No, I think that's really good insight and a real clear overview of, you know, what is a product champion? How does that differentiate from, you know, a project manager, let's say, or a CEO who might be, you know, more common drivers or even, an inventor of the project uh, or the device that you know we're we're working on to to see the success. How how is that different? 
So there's there's a little bit of debate sometimes uh, where you know project managers could be considered project or product champions because a lot of times they're the ones making the final decisions or they're the ones that are driving the schedule or the tasks forward and the deliverables, but that's not necessarily true. Um, similarly to the CEO and and the inventors, they all want the product to come out and be successful. There's no one on the team that's going to say, I don't want it to be successful. But I right. think it's really the, the difference is the motivation behind it. So when you have a project manager, their motivation is making sure that the customer is happy and that the schedule is on track and that the deliverables are in line. For uh, certain CEOs, they're looking uh, sometimes at the bottom line and making sure that they're creating a product that you know will be financially successful as well. And an inventor sometimes will be looking at it for prestige purposes or for research or to make sure that you know their idea is out there. Um, the motivation for a project or a product champion is really the product itself. So they're motivated to make sure that the product is is the best it can be, and they're they're looking at all the different pieces, but they're really focused on making sure that uh, their key motivation is the product itself. That's not to say that a CEO or inventor or even a project manager can't be a product champion. A lot of times they are. Um, mm-hmm. It just means that the motivation for uh, for their actions or the decisions is just a little bit different. Bobby, you know, that's a, those are some really good points. What are some traits that are necessary for a role like this? So for product champion, um, first and foremost, they need to be a good communicator. Um, and that doesn't just mean that they need to speak well, uh, but they need to really listen to all the different needs and the different players uh, that are working on the product and really translate that information so that everyone on the team can understand what the final goal is. Uh, Sometimes that means telling a designer that they have to add specific details or they need to move some components around which could impact the aesthetics of the device. Uh, Sometimes it means uh, talking with the engineers to find components that will fit in the design that was created and sifting through hundreds of websites to find that component that might not be the easiest to incorporate, um, but that ultimately will make the product uh, great. Um, It sometimes means also getting with the users and getting that nugget of information that they might not necessarily tell you about. Uh, Mm -hmm. That could be whether they're holding a device a certain way and they're not necessarily saying that they're holding it away, but you can see it. And, and when we're recording these, you can you know, take a look at, at how they're doing things and that could bring about some changes um, that were unforeseen. Mostly it's really about pushing the teams in just the right places in order to meet everyone's needs and to also uh, get the product to be at where it needs to be. Um, it also means not being a bully and, and pushing your ideas, uh, but explaining really why that idea needs to happen. 
So if you're telling a designer, we need to add this feature, sometimes they'll do it, but they'll say, why? And if, you, mm-hmm. if, if a product champion can't say, well, it's because the users told us this and because that, then it's not good enough. They need to really elaborate on what is it about this device that is meeting the needs and what is it about it that needs to be um, what it needs to be. Right. Okay. So when we're talking about, you know, your role, which is, you know, a lot of times it's focused on startups. Um, You Mm -hmm. talk to, you know, companies that are coming out of incubators. You're talking to, you know, ones that are coming out of tech transfer offices or, and, and, and beyond, you know, ones that are, are getting, you know, capital investment and those kinds of things. So specifically in, say, a startup, uh, why would a product champion, you know, be important? So for startups, specifically startups, it's, I think, a little bit more critical, um, mainly because it's those startups are dealing with tighter deadlines and they have a lot on their plates. There's... Uh, a lot of resources at times for founders and for their team of founders that uh, they have a little bit less resources available as well, and they have different focuses. So mm-hmm. for a founder, they might need to focus on you know finding funding. It could be getting their team together. Uh, it could be about their business structure. It could be about how they're going to market things. It could be about a number of different aspects, but sometimes that veers them away from the product itself. So that's where a company like ours comes in, and we're there to really help those startups to understand you know, how to make their product the best it can be, and also to build that trust. So for those startups, they don't know very much that's going on, at least for the early stage startups they might not understand what's what's going on, so they need to have that trust that somebody is holding on to their product um, as much as they are. And mm-hmm. a lot of times, uh, startups will, will call it a baby, essentially. So you will have that baby, and they want to make sure that you're, you're the right person, right caretaker to be able to hold that baby and be its nanny and bring it and, you know, make it grow into the the right product. So I think that's where for startups, it's, it's about being able to let go of some of those tasks so they can focus on their, uh, their company itself and having that trust in a team, in a leader that is there to make their product great. Um, so it's, it's really, and this happens for Fortune 100 companies as well, but I think it's just with the timeframes and the investors and the pressure is just a little bit higher uh, for those startups. Yeah, yeah, you know, that brings in my next question because, you know, when you have that pressure and you have that, you know, um, you need to meet, you know, either investor expectations or, you know, even your boss's expectations, right? What happens when you've got a lot of different people that have different ideas and they want to be, they all want to be product champions or they all consider themselves product champions. Is there really room uh, to have, you know, multiple people lead a project? So sometimes there, there is, and sometimes there isn't. Um, What we like to do is have uh, almost mini champions per se. 
So we'll have a, a champion that is for industrial design. We'll have a champion for mechanical engineering. We'll have a champion for the business side of things. And all of these people are trying to make their particular aspect the best it can be. At the end of the day, there needs to be that one person, that one leader, that one voice that is really leading everyone uh, to, to that promised land per se. Mm -hmm. um, and so although there are multiple ideas and multiple uh, scenarios and, and aspects like that, at the end of the day, there needs to be really just one overall product champion but that doesn't mean that that product champion is is all alone um, and they take all that information from all these various people um, and various champions to really build upon it um, but what we've seen is when you have multiple champions on one team there's a little bit of a conflict where one person has one idea of what it should be and somebody else has the other idea of what it should be and mm -hmm. it becomes a, a discussion and really at the end of the day it's it's for the product so <clears throat> whether there's there's one champion or somebody that feels like they should be champion they really need to be able to translate again like i mentioned earlier translate why they feel like a certain feature needs to be there. And yep. if you're a true product champion, then you'll understand and take your personal feelings out of it and say, you know what, you're right. That idea makes sense, you explained it properly, and so to make the product great, we should incorporate this feature. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you then, what is it like, all right, give me, give me two scenarios. First, tell me what it, what is uh, what are some of the signs that a team maybe isn't being led by the right product champion, and then and then give me some examples of where it's been positive and where a team, you know, especially if you can talk about a, a company or you can talk about a, you know, a previous project that had the right leader in in the right spot. So some signs that it's not the right product champion is when they get very defensive on certain uh, certain features or certain aspects without really having a, a reason why they're doing it. Um, and sometimes it becomes more of a, a personal aspect where because they came up with an idea, for, for example, that idea must be the right one um, because they thought it was the great thing and so the product should have that feature. But if they can't elaborate on it and they can't say that it's inclusive of the user needs, it's inclusive of the business needs, of the engineering, mechanical, and it's it's something, you know, just because they thought of it, then that's a sign that that's not the right uh, product champion. Yep. The other way you know it's, it's not the right uh, product champion is when that person isn't really driving the product forward, where they'll say things such as, well, the client told us we needed to do this, or um, this is the smallest that I could find here. Um, that product champion is never stopping. They're dreaming about this every night. They're having nightmares and having you know, all of these things where 
they could be at home making dinner and say, oh, I've got an idea and I, I've got to, you know, incorporate this. And, oh, I remember this part about uh, the industrial design that we need to, to incorporate. And that's right. So that person's always, always thinking about it. But if, if the product champion is just saying we can't do it because somebody told us we can't and they didn't fight for it, then their motivation is towards the client and trying to make the client happy, not necessarily pushing the product to be what it should be. Now, if the product champion says, I pushed it and I tried with all my might, but the, the client said no, and I showed him why it should be there, but they said no, then that's how you know you have the right product champion because they tried. Even if the, the customer doesn't, isn't necessarily gonna be happy to hear it, they tried. They tried to push for what they believe the, the, and the team believes is the best solution for the product. At the end of the day, you want it to come to success. So, you know, they're driving right. the, the client to understand the stuff that they are, you know, inclined um, and experts in, right? And then, and then making sure that they have all the right information to make the best decision to move the project forward. So, yeah, that, I mean, that makes exactly. sense. And, and HSC only works with great product champions, right? Exactly. And, and at times it comes into play with uh, a lot of uh, patents that come out of schools and, and science where there's a certain method and it's trying to see how do you modify the workflow. And what we do at HS is, is always try to, to push to really get that first of kind product to make it as good as it can be. And sometimes that means telling the client, here's something that we should change uh, based on what we heard from the users or based on the design or based on the trends or brand language that's, um, that your company has. So uh, yeah, we, we try to make the product first and foremost the best thing that's out there because once the product goes out and the product is successful, then that means that the company is successful, we're successful, everyone's successful. So from your perspective, from, you know, you're the director of product development for HS Design and you're, you know, speaking with a client about a potential, you know, project, who supplies the project, uh, you know, leader? Who, who is the, who becomes the project uh, and product champion? Is it somebody on your team at HS Design or is it somebody on, uh, on their team? So that all depends on the company itself um, and on the needs. So we've worked with companies where the CEOs are the product champion. And, you know, on our end, we have our own product champion that, or our own champion that's looking at all the different aspects and is going to present to the CEO all the, everything that's there. But sometimes, um, we don't know every part of the puzzle. So we might not know the business needs or the marketing needs or some of the user needs um, because that's something that the customer has in hand. So sometimes that CEO is the one that's going to make that decision and is going to be saying, well, I understand everything you're saying about the product, but from what we heard of the users and what we need from the business, we need to modify it. Um, so 
we have our, our own little champion uh, that's always leading the projects. And sometimes it's not the project manager per se. So it could be we have our own project manager that's running the schedule, that's running the, the uh, client relations and everything. But the champion could be the industrial designer that is working on the project. It doesn't have to be the, the person that's at the top of the totem pole. It could be anyone that's on the team that is really passionate about the product. Uh, yep. And each individual person at HSC has, has a slightly different passion. So when they see something that they really care about, you know, we, we involve them on those teams and we say, if you're really passionate about this, then yeah, you be the champion and you drive this, this product forward. And we'll just give you the resources that you need in order to make it the, the best it can be. Sure. Well, Bobby, I think you've thoroughly covered the importance of a product champion and what that can mean to the success of a project that you move forward. And, you know, I really appreciate you outlining, you know, the traits, how you come up with somebody and, you know, how you actually get through this process. I, I feel like, uh, you know, th these are important things that folks should be considering as they're, you know, evaluating, you know, one who to work with, but also, you know, who from the team they should be working with. Um, so, you know, is there, is there anything else you wanted to add to this? Um, the only thing is just that every time you have a product and, and you're thinking of, you know, moving it to, to become commercialized, I think what you should do is really look at what your motivation is to drive that product. And if you see that your motivation is not necessarily towards the product and is more towards the financial or, or another aspect, that's when I would say you should look at firms like HS Design to say, okay, you guys can focus on the product itself and I can focus on the rest of the business and growing this business to be you know, the unicorn that it can be. Sure. Well, Bobby, thank you for joining me. For all of you out there, this has been the latest episode of HS DNA. Thank you for joining me today. Bobby Boyer, product development of HS Design. Thanks for uh, being on. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Justin. This has been the latest episode of the HS DNA podcast. On behalf of our guests today and host Justin Starbird, thank you for listening. As always, to listen to other episodes of HSDNA, go to hs-design.com and scroll over the HSDNA tab on our menu. Until next time, thanks for listening.